I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. An Erios production. Hello, everyone. How are we doing? Oh. Guys, you know what I did? I just watched Britney Spears doing a rehearsal of Toxic. It's an old video that Brian Friedman posted on his Instagram a while back, and God, I just love it. She is just so great at the beginning of it. She says, can you help me a little bit or can you help me a lot? And it's really funny. She wants a little bit of help. She wants a lot of help. And she's like nervous, like she's not going to remember it. And then it starts and she's just flawless. The thing is, I keep going back. I watch all these old videos of Britney. And there is no one like her. The way the woman can move, especially in the years of 99 to 2003, 2004, just to have that much charisma, to be able to move with such ease and yet carry so much power. I mean, I'm the ultimate fan, especially of those days. I just can't even wrap my head around it. I still watch it and I'm just like jaw to the floor. It's just unreal. And no one else can move like her. No one else is like Britney Spears. No one else is like Britney Spears. I've been looking at her Instagram over the past month and something's happening. I don't know what it is. I know I've taken a step step back from it because it's just like she's giving Angelina Jolie a shout out, but like you should check out her latest campaign for some sort of 
product, some company. And I'm like, what's what's that about? I really do like when she's wearing the cat suits, though, and she's just dancing around. It's great. That's fun. And today she posted three pictures of herself, the same photo with the three different filters. Uh, and it just says Rose. So we're back to Rose. Roses are red. Is Brittany blue? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But maybe she's just, I don't know. She likes roses. She loves the putting roses in her hair. You know, she's just a great gal. But speaking of a great gal, you guys, today I have on the podcast, my dearest friend. I brought on, and it's not Britney Spears. No, I brought on my friend, Alex Fox. Alex Fox is a writer. And she has written on every funny show, especially any funny show that your children or small children watch in general, like all the funny ones. And I had her come on today because Alex is the ultimate fan. She loves Gwen Stefani. She loves Barbara Streisand. And she wrote on a television show called Bizarre Vark, which Miss Olivia Rodrigo was the star of our latest pop sensation. Um, And so I got to ask Alex what it was like to work with her. And I went to a rehearsal of Bizarre Vark one day um, and I got to see Olivia do her thing, but this is way before, you know, driver's license and sour her album. And I was just blown away by all the entire cast at that time going and seeing them do their thing. I mean, they're kids and they're just like turning jokes and working so hard. Alex and I talk a little bit about this, but I got to say that I think that kids who are working on sets, especially carrying shows, those those kids are the ones that go on where I'm like, yes, like you are a star. And they have a work ethic that is different from the work ethic of those who come up from a YouTube, who come up from, you know, the TikToks and things like that. I mean, yes, Justin Bieber, there are a few exceptions. A Justin Bieber, a Billie Eilish, like, of course, of course, of course. But I'm saying, like, the the Addison Rays, like, I know, I, I think she's talented, and I've talked about her before. I don't mean to drag her because I do think she's talented, but it's different. Like Olivia Rodrigo, and of course this is all like speculation. This is just how I feel. It's like she showed up for work, did three seasons of Bizarre Vark, and then went on to do High School Musical. But I mean, this is when she was like a teen, you know, she's like a kid and she knows how to be on a set, how to work with adults, how to work with other kids. It's just something about that collaborative experience. I think it's just a bit different. And I think there's a level of maturity um, that comes with having worked in that environment that, you know, the TikTokers and the like don't get. So it was really cool to talk to Alex about that. And let's just talk about the album Sour for a second. God, I was so excited when this came out. I mean, I was like, waiting for it, waiting for it. And maybe we need to have 
April back on the podcast again because April Quio, she she put a tweet out there that just really slayed me about Olivia Rodrigo and this album coming out. It was basically like if this album came out when I was in high school, I would be like getting dragged out of the classroom because I would just be losing my mind. But this album, when I started from start to finish, it is pop perfection. This gal's writing all her own music. And man, oh man, these lyrics, they're so good. Two songs that really just, or actually three songs that are just like blowing my mind. The first is the first song on the album, Brutal. Oh my gosh, the teen angst, the teen angst. Oof, oh my goodness. Maria, you gotta play a little clip right now. We gotta play a little clip of Brutal. I'm so insecure, I think that I'll die before I drink. And I'm so caught up in the news of who likes me and who hates you. And I'm so tired that I might quit my job, start a new life. And they'd all be so disappointed, cause who am I if not exploited? And I'm so sick of 17, where's my fucking teenage dream? If someone tells me one more time, enjoy your youth, I'm gonna cry. And I don't stick up for myself, I'm anxious and nothing can help. And I wish I'd done this before, and I wish people liked me more. And then there's Traitor, which if Traitor came out when I was in high school, I mean, everyone's lived this experience, right? Like, so Traitor is all about, she's saying, you didn't cheat, but you're still a traitor. And it's about how she was in a relationship with this guy and she asks him about this other chick, like, hey, are you into her? And he's like, no, I'm not. And then they end up breaking up. And then two weeks later, he's just with that girl. So she's like, maybe you didn't cheat but you're still a traitor. That happened to me in high school. Vinny Dargish, okay, broke up with me. And you're like, I don't know. He's like, he was like, no, it's because we go to different schools. And I was like, really? Because we go to different schools? And then you know what? Two weeks later, he's dating Chandra, okay? He was with Chandra. And so I get it, Olivia. I get it. I would have been blasting this song from my bedroom in Amsterdam, New York, and just... Tears streaming down the face. My mom had this um this rower, but and not fancy, like an exercise rower, but it was really like the handles were metal. So it wasn't, you know, the ones that retract inside, like no no no. We're talking like you come all the way up, come all the way down. <laughs> like this 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 little rower. And I got really into this rower and I even asked my mom. It was super lightweight. I was like, can I keep it in my room? And I would row to Fiona Apple and Cheryl Crow. <laughs> For whatever reason, thinking about that song Trader just triggered that memory. I was just up there, just 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 vibing out to Fiona Apple on my mom's stationary rower. <laughs>
And then the third song I love so much on this album is Jealousy, Jealousy. It's a song of the times. It's a song of the times, you guys. It's all about how everybody's looking at each other on Instagram and and just getting so jealous of each other. And Olivia in the song is like, I've got a good head on my shoulders. That's not a lyric at all, but that's my interpretation of it. But she's like, I know I don't lack beauty, but God, I'm still so jealous of these people. And she's like, and then I'm happy for these people. But then I'm not. And she talks about all the vintage clothes and the trips. And listen, even being a 39-year-old broad, I can relate. Olivia's got it going on. What's interesting about having Alex Fox on the podcast today is that Alex Fox is not on any social media. Not a one. Doesn't even have a Finsta. She's just not on it. Doesn't even care. I post her and she will sometimes scream, who liked it? What are they saying? But she doesn't even check and she doesn't really care. She just says it just to say it. So no social media. So I don't know if she would understand Olivia Rodrigo's song, Jealousy, Jealousy. Alex is that person. Anytime you read an article like you're, you know, on Google in the middle of the night, Googling how to be happy, you know, things like that. (laughs) Anytime you read an article like that, Alex is the article. I'll read it and I'm like, or I'm like listening to a podcast. Uh, You know, uh, I love this, this podcast called 10% Happier. It's just all about mindfulness meditation. Great work, Dan Harris. You're doing a great work. That podcast, oh God, it's so good. But anytime they talk about people who are, they're like, think about the happiest person you know. Like what traits do they have? And I'm like going through, I'm like, this is Alex Fox. Alex Fox is the happiest person I know. And then I think about all things and I'm like, oh my gosh, is it because she doesn't have social media? I think it's part of it. I think it's part of it, you guys. Oh, but who knows if I'll ever be brave enough to walk away, walk away from it all. But anyways, that song is so great. God, I think this, I mean, she's definitely, I mean, I wouldn't compare her to to Britney because it's not like she's a, a, she's a dancer or a mover. This is more like the, you know, the, she's in the Taylor Swift camp. Um, but gosh, I think, I think this girl's got legs. I think she's sticking around for a long time. And she's a great actress. I mean, I watched her on set just like crushing just turning jokes on a multicam sitcom. It's just, uh, God, I love her. I love this Olivia Rodrigo. And now I love Billie Eilish after watching the doc. Guys, I'm into it all. And so thank you for coming on this journey with me to also like open ourselves up to like, who are the new, the new pop stars that where there's a 17 year old out there right now. And in years later, She'll be sitting here with a microphone talking about why she still loves Olivia Rodrigo. God, I'll say it. I'll say it again. I just love being a fan. I love being a fan. I got to You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get into Crossroads. I'm going to revisit Crossroads. Let's talk about that next week. Let's do it. Guys, call the hotline. Call the hotline with your feelings about Crossroads, and we're going to get into it. I want to communicate with you guys about this. Also, you can DM me on Instagram because we all know I'm on I'm on it and I can't quit it. I can't quit it like my dear friend Alex Fox. So DM me there and let's talk about Crossroads at Jennifer Zaborowski. Okay, guys, without further ado, here's my conversation with my best friend, Alex Fox. 
everyone getting all the things I want I'm happy for them, but then again I'm not Just cool vintage clothes and vacation photos I can't stand it, oh god I sound crazy That win is not my loss I know it's true, but I can't help getting caught Up in love, come everybody i need you all to know that we recorded for 20 minutes and my card was full my sd card was full and i have to commend jennifer because i would never have noticed and she figured it out pretty quickly something didn't seem right something didn't seem right oh god and alex alex has got a busted bag i threw my back out picking up my cast iron skillet like a boss <laughs> here's what i wanted everyone to know and that is that alexandra fox is my best friend oh god i'm gonna cry my greatest friend i went to emerson college i was just a little 18 year old and i went to a comedy show because there was a flyer and i said i gotta go see what's going on down in this little place they called the cabaret and i got there (laughs) and alex did a a a sketch it was an improv scene was it is that game called what's it called bus stop or oh my god what uh, was hitchhiker hitchhiker Hitchhiker. and i remember you played hitchhiker and with gareth reynolds (laughs) oh yeah gareth and the two of you were in a scene together and i was like i gotta do that That makes me feel really good in my heart and then i got into a comedy troupe and i was like Oh my God, is this girl going to be my friend or not? And I remember I went to the first comedy mixer of all the comedy troops and at Emerson College. I feel like this is important to note. Yes. It's kind of like it's the equivalent to being in a sorority or fraternity. Yeah, or like a big sports person. Like if you're like would go to a school and you would play a sport and people would be like, that's the guy that made the th- the hoop. Like that. <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm really something. That's the guy that made the hoop. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) That's how it was at Emerson. If you were in a comedy troupe, they'd be like, that's the comedian that made the hoop. But in the hoop, it was a joke. We made the joke. And it was very cool at Emerson to be in a troupe. Don't you think? It was so cool. We were cool. It was very cool. I mean, I remember I went from being so obsessed with all the comedy troupes and then the next year finally mustering up the the courage to audition and getting in one and then it was like people would come up to you you know while you're on the elliptical and be like great show on saturday and you'd be like <laughs> oh thanks also can i give you kudos for doing the elliptical in college because i'm pretty sure i just ate i didn't even know where the gym was <laughs> <laughs> i remember my lovely roommate and dear friend jess would be like i'm going to the gym and i'd be like see you later gyms don't exist here <laughs> <laughs> I also remember that I had 
the biggest crush on Gareth. And then I got into a troop and I remember he, I was in an elevator and he was like, great show on Saturday night or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much. And it was like a crowded elevator. <laughs> and I kept trying to move my back closer to the the doors because I just wanted it to open like I couldn't handle it. I thought you were going to say he moved your back closer to Gareth and you're like, I'm going to put my back on him. Here comes my back. <laughs> and it was just like too much for me and I remember the elevator doors opened and I like ran. <laughs> Cut oh. to I had to wait till after college. One night I went up to him and I was like, hey, I think I want to make out with you. <laughs> And he was like, yes. He was like, hey, I think I want to make out with you. And I was like, it was that easy. (laughs) I was like, why? That that moment taught me so much. So just say what much. you need. Just say what you need. And it's not even about making out with boys. It's just about everything. Like, it's a lot easier than we think it is. Just say just what you need. Just go for it. You I know? need this. And if someone says no, then you got your answer. There you go. Just go up to someone and be like, I think I want to make <laughs> out with you. And most likely they're You're going to say yes. yes. And then you know what ended up happening that night? Oh, Jennifer, what? I said, great. I'll see you later. Well, then I just ended up going and having too much fun doing my own thing. And then I got home and I got a text message from him, but I was already home and I had already washed my face. And he was like, where are you? And then I remember I fell asleep while texting him. (laughs) I was like, I can't do this. I don't want to make out with you that badly. I'm already home and I've washed my face. I'll see you at the next one. Oh, God. (laughs) Something I love about you, Alex, is that, and I said this when I thought we were recording for 20 minutes, is that you're not on social media. I'm not. I'm a grandmother. You never have been? No. You dabbled in a Facebook. I think I had Facebook when a it light first Facebook. came out. A light Facebook when it first came out. And then I was like, I don't, uh, this isn't for me. And so I just, I don't do it. And so I don't miss it because I never did it. But I also think I'm just an old, I'm like a 95-year-old woman in this really taut 17-year-old body that I have. <laughs> But you know, and I said this earlier too, is that you are every article that's written on how to live a happy life. Like you'll find the happiest people do this, this and that. I'm like, that's Alex. (laughs) And like you and your husband, you don't have phones in your bedroom. No, no, no. No, you just, you don't have a television in your bedroom. Mm -hmm. And also you get out there and you guys live. Like no one loves to live as much as you. Thank you so much. That's so nice of you to say. Yes, we. I, I'm very lucky in that I married, guys, I'm going to be honest, the cutest person in the world. And he and I are very similar in that we, we call it, we like to play. We like on the weekend, we're like, we got to play. And so we'll just, we just, you guys, we go where the wind <laughs> takes us. We really do that. We'll be like, oh, I want to try this. There's this new burrito place in Chinatown. Let's go there. And then we'll be like, oh, let's go. We've never been to this bookstore. Let's go there. You know, we like we just like we go where the we like it's to a, play. We go where the joy. wind blows, and it's a we joy fun. to go yeah. where the wind takes you. Like to be on that ride, I love it. Thank you so much. And yeah. also, I mean, you guys will just. I think it also creates like you are your own pop star in a way, like very mysterious. Like people, like Brittany Ross and I, when we post you on Instagram, we say hashtag the casual fox because your last name is Fox. Yes. 
And you all very the time casual, say, very casual. They're, I just don't have time, guys. I don't have time to do it this, that, or the. I just keep it casual, tone it down a notch. As my dad says, we're in mosey mode. You just got to keep it in mosey mode. Just tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> now, Alex, for my bachelorette party, you were there. Oh, was I ever? And we went to Vegas. We had a real time. We did. We stayed at what hotel did we stay in? The Cosmopolitan. Wherever it was so nice. I think that was right. And I went back recently with my darling and we stayed. I don't know where. Didn't like it. And I was like, where did we stay for Jet? Your bachelor to me is the way to do Vegas. We had the most delicious dinner at Scarpetta, which I dream about often. And then we saw Britney Spears, which was a dream. And then the next day we just chilled and we went to the pool. It was such a great time. Like, that's honestly what I love about all concerts. And, like, your favorite – I mean, I went to Vegas for that to see Britney Spears. Like, mm-hmm. she – it's, you know, not only through my teen years, but then right before my – before I got married. Like, she was a part of my life. Like, mm-hmm. it was – it was the ultimate. It was truly – it was truly amazing. And then, like, so many people came together – it was just, it was the best. It was the best. And it's also really fun, too, when you get married to have people that you're like, oh, this is my best friend since I was little. And then these are my friends from college. And these are my friends from improv. And these are my friends. And, like, everybody's together. And you're like, all my favorite people are together in one room. It's just the most magical thing. And I also <laughs> know what you're saying about Brittany being a part of your wedding because I'm obsessed with Gwen Stefani. And I saw her, like, two years ago for my birthday in Vegas. We flew there. So much fun. My darling playing the whole thing. I did get a rash in the pool, but what are you going to do? Sometimes you get in a pool in a, in a weird place, 50-50 chance of full body rash. I got the I got the upper 50. <laughs> I mean, Alex, you love Gwen Stefani and Barbara Streisand. I mean, These the are two, two gra- things I know to be true about you. They're two of the greatest humans that have ever been born. Gwen Stefani, I feel like I've loved since I was a tween. And I just think, I'm like, God, she's been so cool for so long. And she's just badass. I just adore her. And she's hot as hell. Like, she always looks hot hot. as hell. And I'm like, you know she looks that hot to even get, like, I'm going to guess she drinks an oat milk. Like, let's say she was running low on some oat, yeah. She would go to her local (laughs) Whole Foods and get that oat, yeah, looking fine as hell. Oh, yeah. I saw her walking out of a hotel a few years ago, and I was like, whoa. I can't. It was stunning. It was like, she's statuesque. She just, and she, her voice is, I just love her so much. And then my love for Barbara Streisand, that's like stems from childhood, because my mom always had Babs on, always watching Babs movies. But like, my love for Babs is such a deep, like, serious situation that, Sometimes I'll be singing her in the car and I will start openly weeping because I like love her so much. And recently I was singing Evergreen in the car. We all know it. And I was with my beautiful darling husband and I was singing like really hard. Like in my head, I was like, I sound really good. And then I turned to Justin. I was like, uh, (laughs) it's like, do I sound like Barbara Streisand? And Justin just goes, um, Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> what a good. What a good husband. What a good husband. Have you ever watched the or when it happened when she was on the Rosie O'Donnell show? No. So Rosie really believes like that it's 
like her mom because Rosie lost her mom when she was at a young age. And so she looked to Barbara um, like, like it was like her mom. And when I was a big fan of the Rosie O'Donnell show. Sure. Why not? Rosie was my senior year quote in the yearbook. I love that. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Tell me. You have to dream it to live it. Thanks, Rosie. No, I don't even know if Rosie was the first person to say that. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I've heard generic. it before. But it, so I think it was more like, I really like this quote. Yes. And more than that, I'm letting everyone know that I'm a fan of the Rosie O'Donnell daytime talk show. Yeah. I freaking loved Rosie on that show. Rosie loves musicals, too. Like she did at the beginning of quarantine, this fundraiser for the Actors Fund that was like six hours long. I watched the entire thing. She loves Broadway. She goes to every show. She knows every she's like the biggest fan of Broadway, which makes me the biggest fan of her because I love Broadway. That's why I would have given anything to see Rosie when she did Grease. Died. I would have died. Because the thing is, it's like, is she the greatest singer in the world? No, but her enthusiasm and love, passion, respect for Broadway is everything. I don't know. I think that her show, her daytime talk show truly was like one of the greatest that's like ever, ever been. I was I was obsessed with the Rosie O'Donnell talk I show. love this knowing this. So when Barbara, they finally got her to come on the show, she, Rosie cried and she said, I feel like I'm sitting here with my mom. And it Ugh. was like a, it was, it was deeply spiritual. It was really, it was like, I, I, I can only, I think that Barbara has that effect on people where it's, it's even, it's different than like my love for Britney Spears or it's yes. different for your love for um then your love for Gwen Stefani yeah it's a yeah it's a very it's I mean it's what makes Barbara Barbara it's also I think you know for me I'm a Jewish woman my going from a Jewish family Babs is Jewish I feel like there's something like watching her in like funny girl and watching her do these different I just feel like it's like I'm like she's a member of my family like we're related and I have uh she did a concert in nineteen ninety-six, I think that was her quote unquote farewell tour, of which she had like ten, like every two years. She'd be like, No, this is the last no, this is the last show. I never to and then she just that's why I love her. Why why quit? But she did this show at Madison Square Garden when I was sixteen, and it was on HBO. And I had three friends spending the night, but it was the night of the Barbara Streisand concert, and I was like, sorry guys. You can hang out in my room. I will be in the living room with my mom watching Babs. And we watched the, it was like a four hour show. And my three friends that were spending nights hung out in my room and called boys while I was watching the Barbara Streisand (laughs) (laughs) show at Madison Square Garden. We all know it. She has a black dress. She has a perfectly angled bob. And there's a bit that Daniel Kapowitz and I do because she's also obsessed with that show. And it's such a like niche like weird show to be obsessed with but there's a bit in the beginning where she's like singing and she goes this won't make sense if you haven't seen the show but she goes songwriting acting producing and danielle and i always go producing (laughs) (laughs) and we're like that it's just if you've seen it it sticks with you that's all i have to say well that's how i feel about uh bet midler yes in live at last yes that live concert is it's burned in my brain and my heart and my soul. There's nothing like it. She's amazing in it. 
for many years, I've wanted to do uh, a inviting a group uh, of I'll come. Fr- what day? friends over. What am I wearing? Well, remember when I tried to start a Shelley Long movie club and I did it only once? Listen, you know, you live, you learn. <laughs> Is a club, can a club be something that happens once? Every 10 years? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, but seriously, I want to, I would show you Babs, but that show I cannot find. I have looked everywhere. Not so even I, on YouTube or anything? I have looked. Apparently, it was on like Hulu or Netflix, and she took all of her live performances off like a year ago, which is why when I meet her, I'm going to be like, Babs, listen, I know you have copies of that show on DVD in your basement with your dolls. Can I please have a copy? Because it's all that I think about, because I cannot find it anywhere. But we should have, and by we, I mean, yes, I'm inviting myself over to watch Bet in this living room. Great. Live Great. at last. See you there. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Alex, when did your love for Gwen Stefani start? I think my love for Gwen started, I feel like whenever I'm just a girl came out, but I remember that song was in Clueless and I remember seeing Clueless in like middle school. So I think it must have started in middle school, like when Tragic Kingdom came out And then I think because I, like, saw her in concert in high school and it was, like, one of the nights where I got to, like, leave, you know, go to a venue and, like, see a show and drive. And then I saw No Doubt in concert probably through my life, I bet, like, five or six times. And then I've seen Solo Gwen probably, like, three times. But I think she's a little bit older than me. Um, But I just feel like I just love her and all of her lyrics were so personal when you're a teenager and you grow up with your that you're like I get you I know who broke your heart I know who you're in love with now and then you like map it onto your life and you're like this song was written for me and my breakup Gwen knows me we're basically best friends (laughs) like I think it's just I think we like how you are with Britney it's like someone you watch grow up and you feel like you know them even though you definitely don't know them. But I just think she's so badass. And I just love when people, like, she's been cool for 
since I was like 15 and I am not 15 anymore. And she's still cool as hell. She's still cool as hell. It's so like, yeah, like going on the journey with people from the time, like, yes, Gwen's older than you, but like that you still connected and then you're still a fan and still love what she's doing. Yeah. And it ebbs and, you know, it's just like, it's its own it's like a relationship with someone from your childhood. Yes. And it's just like, it is, a, it's amazing how they grow with us. And like, I, I mean, it's just. I feel that way too, actually, about Snoop Dogg. Like, what, I'm like, I remember listening to Gin and Juice in middle school and being like, this guy was so, his voice is so smooth. And I was like, this guy's so cool <laughs> in middle school. And now he's still cool. Oh, he's the like, coolest. Like, he is the coolest dude. And I'm always like, what a fucking cool dude. Like, I, I, that's another person where if I met him, I'd be like, you've been cool. You are cool. You'll continue to be cool. And then I'll walk away. I'll be like, you're the fucking coolest dude. You've been cool since I was like 12. What I love about Snoop is recently he or over the, like in the last year or two, he was asked about his friendship with Martha Stewart. Uh-huh. And he was like, basically like, you know, they whoever was interviewing him was pressing him on it. Like, you know, and he was like, let me remind you about something about Martha. She went to jail because she refused to snitch. Yeah. Like that's a loyal woman. I love that. Like I've got nothing to say about Martha like that. That's that says something about her character. Snoop, him and Martha are best friends. They're such good friends. I love it so much. <laughs> now, Alex, you worked on a TV show, Bizarre Vark. I did. And the, uh, yeah, yeah. For Disney. Yep. And Olivia Rodrigo, whose album just came out, she was the, one of the stars of that show. She was. Her and Madison were the stars in Ethan and Devore. And they that that they should call that show the talent. That's what that show should be called because those kids were so are were are such a so talented. It was insane. So talented, and I had seen I had seen the show, and then you invited me to come to a run through, which a rehearsal, mm-hmm. which is basically what's really interesting about. I don't know. Is that how a lot of the Disney shows do it? Where I don't know. I mean, it it was a multicam, and so I think I I would imagine. I'm not sure, but a lot of them do. Um, they'll do like a writer's run through, and then they'll do like a run through usually the day before you shoot. I would think that that's par for the course, um, but. Not always in front of an audience for the run through, but like people, you know, like if somebody's parents were in town, they could come or like you came one day or something like that. It was so, so fun. It was amazing. And it was like fast paced. Those the kids the 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 kids are so talented, so fast. They turn jokes. I know it's crazy. I honestly with such ease. I feel like that show uh, the the cast was so talented. I feel like it was like one of those shows where it's like everybody was so ta- everybody the editors the the costumes the hair the actors the right like everything just was so good and I did feel like I'm like 
the fact that these kids are so young and they can not only are they amazing actors, but like being able to do multicam and turn a joke like that, like I couldn't do that. They're just they like after run throughs, I would be like, God, these kids are so talented. It's crazy watching them work. It was it was so fun. And also what I loved, I can't remember the the he's one of the younger cast members. But at the end of this, the the run through, they it reminded me a lot of summer camp, too. Yeah, because like, you know, my sister and I were in a summer camp for all those years. And like the the kids like worked so hard. But obviously it's like a Disney show. So it's like not summer camp. It's like very professional and like. They they do the whole thing and then they have a snack table and it was like literally like snack time. It's like cartons of milk, like it's like <laughs> that. And I remember the one of the younger cast members, like the cutest kid in the world. He like takes a bunch and he's sitting there on a bench, like drinking his juice box and like eating a cookie. And then he gets up and his parent, you know, whoever was like, okay, it's time to go. And he's up and he's like, bye everybody. And then he just like took <laughs> so off. Cute. He's I just can't. like checking out for the day. Like see ya. And I was like, this is. Like, also, you think about, like, I feel like when I was that age, too, I mean, I did dance and stuff, but, like, you're so, I, you know, looking back, I'm like, you're so scatterbrained at that age, and you're so just, like, you want to play, and you're, like, wild, and to be on, like, any sort of a show where you're watching these young people that, like, know what they want to do, they're so good at, at it, they have such passion, they have such drive, it's, like, un- it, I feel that way, like, any... Anytime you're working with young people and you're like, oh, my God, you're so to know like that that's what you want to do at that young of an age and to be so good at it, too. It's just like it's crazy. But, yeah, I think that that show was extra, extra special. It was so amazing. How many seasons did you guys do? We did three. I mean, she's 17 years old, 17 years old. And her I mean, the songs are so good. Have you listened to the new album? I have listened to the new album. It's so good. Brutal and jealousy is it jealousy jealousy or is it just it what it's so those songs are so good she there's something about her songwriting I mean to compare her to Britney I mean you could be like the Disney of it all I guess but obviously you know Britney's not much of a songwriter doesn't mean she's not like you know a talent the, the most talented but it's like i think that olivia is more of like a taylor swift in that you know it's really like her lyrics that everyone is just you know pouring themselves into being like oh my god i feel so seen so understood that's exactly how i feel like what you were saying about you know gwen stefani yeah but i mean she is such her she's a the, her lyrics are just unbelievable she's an incredible songwriter yeah yeah i think that like, again, like, those those kids on that show were so talented. And I remember, like, one day being on set and just, like, watching, uh, like, we were on a break or something like that. And just seeing each of the kids, like, run their lines to themselves. And, like, mm. see, like you're seeing these, these young actors being, like, so professional, like, in the corner. Each of them, like, running their lines, like, figuring out the scenes with each other. Like, I feel like all of them are just going to do such amazing things because I'm like you already have such work ethic and you're already like so amazing and like it doesn't surprise me that like any any of those kids any of Disney any of their they they grow up like with such 
a level of professionalism. Yeah, you're 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 starring on a TV show. You know, it's like I just have so much so much respect for them. It's insane. I think it is. It's a different kind of craft. You know, it, it's like okay, let's look at the entire landscape of pop culture and like what it is now. And it's like okay, yes, TikTok and Instagram and you know before there was uh, Vine and all of these different things. And then as opposed to and YouTube, and then as as opposed to the young performers who come up through Nickelodeon and Disney, and there, I I think there is something to be said for for child actors who are who are having to work collaborate with adults and like working through this like a studio system and like having to show up for work. It's different than creating your own content. And yes, like I like the pressure of creating content and like watching kids like go through that and, and knowing, knowing that they, they have a certain work ethic because of that. But I don't know. There's something to me. I think that like, do you even know who Addison Ray is? No. Okay. So she's like a TikToker <laughs> and TikTok is like, I'm like, cause I'm like, do you know what TikTok is? I've actually is? never seen a TikTok. I don't know. I know that it's a thing, but I've, <laughs> I've actually, I love I, you. I've actually never seen one. So I know it's like a video or something. Like people make videos with a song behind it or something. Yeah. There's like all different kinds now. And now there's ones that are even for, you know, like cooking and like how, how to's and I mean, it's but they're like short, right? Of, they're like short videos or something. Yeah. They're shorter. Yeah. So I mean, there's all different kinds, but there's this gal who's like super famous and and she's going to be in a movie and it's like, OK, well, you know, we'll see. And she's also has an album coming out, like all of these things. But she started out just doing dances on TikTok and she's talented, no doubt. And she's like beautiful, no doubt, all these things. But it is like it's just something about like the artistry and like caring. Like this is my thing all the time. I'm like, does anyone care? Like I like okay, yes to like all the branded stuff and influencers and, but I'm like, are people like sitting down and watching like Joan Rivers and like watching Bette Midler and watching Barbara Streisand and like watching like the greats and learning from them and like even like, are they watching the Rosie O'Donnell show? You mean like, like the younger generation? Yeah. And I'm I like, think that that, I feel like that is dependent on pro- probably like your parents, I would think. Like if sure. you, like, I loved Barbara Streisand because my mom loved Barbara Streisand. I loved Joni Mitchell because my mom always had Joni. You know, like I watched uh, old Saturday Night Lives because we would stay up. We would stay up and watch us and all. Then we watch old, you know, like I watched the stuff that I grew or Mel Brooks movies because my mom would be like, let's watch History of the World or Spaceballs or whatever. And so I think that like the like that's up to, I guess, us if we ever have kids or, you know, whoever to be like, make sure that these legends live on because they're not around anymore. And I do think that the stuff that comes out now in the media, a lot of it's so different. You know, like you're like, our kids in 30 years going to have seen Joan Rivers or have seen Rosie O'Donnell or, or know who Barbara Streisand is. I would like to think so. But like uh, at work today, we were talking about that show Hacks. Have you seen Hacks? Yeah. Which, I think it's so wonderful. And uh our boss at work was asking my writing partner, my lovely writing partner, Miss Rachel, and I about hacks because Rachel was saying how much she loves Jean Smart. And we were talking about it and we're like, it's from what we've heard, I guess it's kind of based on Joan Rivers a little bit. But it's like 
seeing a female perspective of somebody who was this like comedian rising up and now they're like older and they're not telling jokes that are as relevant. This is what the show is about with like the younger crowd or whatever. And just sort of talking about how like the reason we like it is because they're talking about this woman who on the show has been around forever and she's done all these amazing things, but like the younger generation doesn't know about all these amazing things that she's done because there isn't monoculture anymore. Like, Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, mm-hmm. I don't do internet or I don't do, <laughs> I don't do internet, but I don't do social media. So I don't know who any of those people are. I don't know who, what any, and not saying they're not talented. I'm sure that they are. I just don't know. But I also don't know what a lot of other stuff is too, because I live under a rock and I'm a hundred. But like, I, I think that it's not like when we were younger and everybody knew who Madonna was. Everybody knew who Britney Spears was. Everybody yeah, knew who, and now it's like, there's, there's very few who like, because, like Billie Eilish, where you're like, oh, okay, Billie yes. Eilish. Like, yes. Got it. Did you yeah. watch that documentary? I loved it. Wow. What a wonderful role model for girls. I just think she's very cool. I mean, she is so cool. And so, and she it, loves old music. Like, she, I just think she's the, she's as they call the bee's knees. <laughs> but I do think it's like monoculture with, with, you know, famous people, but also like books. There's books that like I've never heard of that other or movies that are only on this one thing that I would never like. There's TV shows that are wonderful that no one's ever going to see because there's 500 places to watch a TV show now. You know, I know. And as someone who loves being a fan and loves fan culture, I'm just so like, what does this mean? What does this mean for us? Because I love when large groups of people come together for to, the same reason. Yeah. yeah like, like a concert. Yeah. I mean, it was even like the MTV movie awards. Maybe I think it was. Yeah. Um, and now it's MTV movie and TV awards were on. And I'm like, Oh my God, they were on. And I was I like, know. looked at some of the red carpet. I'm like, who are these people? And then I, I was like, okay, is this just a thing of like getting older or is like some of this, like, the 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 death of monoculture and like what are things that we can agree on you know like what are things I think that- it's the death of monoculture because it was before it was like CBS NBC ABC and then later Fox everybody watched the same TV shows everybody got their news from the New York Times or the Washington Post now it's like fucking dick face fart bag can be like <laughs> blah 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 this is true and people are like it's true you know like nothing everything is a fucking joke but like it's it's like. I don't I don't know reality TV like I don't know I've never seen The Bachelorette or The Bachelor or any of those so I don't know who any of those people are and so that's like that's a you know whereas if I was alive in even 30 years ago I would know everybody would be watching that but now it's like you cannot watch that and get away with it. Whereas before, it's like, that's what everybody... Remember when we were little, like, the new video, music video would come out, and you'd stay up and wait, and it would be like an event to watch yeah. this new music video? Yeah, I called my sister in the middle of the night in Australia when she was there for a semester, and I called her. She was like, hello, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm sorry you're asleep, but I just had to tell you about the new NSYNC video, bye, 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 it's crazy. <laughs> Justin jumps off a train, and then he crouches down, and he looks up, and he laughs, and it stops the music for a second, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, now I'm like, part of me is like, yes, I'm old, and I don't do social media, so I definitely miss a lot of things, but it is, it's like, there's going to be stuff that all of us will now miss forever, because there's no way to be abreast of everything even if you're really really good on social media then maybe you don't have time to read the new york times and the and books because you're 
How's the world work? I don't fucking know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I feel like there's nobody that's like, because, uh, because you know, like a- Addison Ray, that's part of our culture now. I don't know who she is. I Maybe I should give her a look up. You know when you're going to know about her? Because I know you enjoy the Kardashians. We just in the COVID, my darling and I uh, have f- discovered, I don't know if you guys know, but there's a show about this family <laughs> that we just discovered. And it's so funny because we don't really know anything and we are watching it. And Ke- Kendall came on and Justin just goes, now who's this lady? <laughs> Because we're like on the last season, so we've missed 20 seasons, and we're just now like, this looks fun. Who is this? <laughs> and then Justin, he likes, um, he likes court, he calls her the normal lady. He likes the normal lady. Courtney. Courtney. Yes. Well, he's like, she doesn't wear any makeup. She's the normal lady. I like her. But then Kendall came and he's like, no, I like this lady. Well, get ready because Addison Ray, I don't know if Courtney is so normal because Courtney, who's 40, one, two, something like that. Yeah. Becomes best friends with Addison Ray, who's 19. Sure. And they start hanging out and she gets a two episode arc. Well, this is something we've noticed <laughs> and maybe this is normal for reality TV. But again, I don't know how the world works. And Justin and I were like, oh, this is the game of the episode. Every episode is like a bit. Yeah. Where it's like so scripted, but it's not where yeah. we're like, oh, this is the... Every there's a bit. It's a bit. Everything's a bit. No, they have writers. Yeah, there's like a game, yeah. and they're like you and I. God damn it! I appreciate how gorgeous all of them look all the time. All the and time. they're like, you're gonna come into this room. She's gonna be drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> then she's gonna walk in, and she's gonna be drop dead gorgeous. Then they're gonna sit and eat a salad with a lot of lots of chewing, and then one of the gorgeouses is gonna say to the other most gorgeous <laughs> something like. Oh, you know, like a blah, blah, blah. Hey, I like your outfit. Da, da, da. And then they'll ask like a very serious. They'll be like, yeah, I like your outfit. Da, da, da. So why is Scott so upset? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most like set up bit. And then they'll do something where it's like a game where they have to do like it's like a someone figured it like th- this episode. You're going to do this. But they play it like they're acting. I'm like these. They should be getting Emmy nominations. They are acting yeah, and they are pros. hot. As hell. All of them are hot as hell. Hot as hell. I'm like, there was something recently where Kim was studying and I was like, I have never (laughs) looked even a quarter that banging. And let me tell you right now at Emerson College when I was quote unquote studying, aka making up (laughs) fart jokes for my comedy routine, I definitely did not look. I looked just so heinous. They're just so hot. I really appreciate it. They are very hot, but Alex, you were dazzling up there on that stage. Thank you, you so made much. me want to do it. Thank you so much. Curly hair, Just jewels a, for days. Thank you so much. I feel like I, when I see pictures of myself, up until a couple years ago, I'm like, was I the lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots? <laughs> <laughs> Just the longest, curliest, not a layer in sight. Just... I feel like I was like, if I can just get my hair one length and just to my butt, I'll be really, really (laughs) smoking. (laughs) Alex, I know you need to get home because you've already had a long day. We started recording and then realized we weren't recording. I mean, we did. I got to get you home. I did throw my back out. My darling Jennifer has me in a very comfortable chair with lots of pillows and padding. My feet are... uh, I. 
I look like I'm in a hospital bed and <laughs> I feel really good about it. <laughs> Alexandra, I love you so much. Thanks for coming and talking to Thank me you about for all having pop me. culture. Thank you so much. I really had a time. Do you have any... Wait, I got to ask you this though. Do you have any thoughts about JLo and Ben reuniting? Oh my God. Um, uh, JLo, uh, body be banging. Another person that you're like, I, you've been cool as long as I can remember, and you're still cool. Like, she 50. sang for Biden. She <laughs> did the Super Bowl. Let's get loud. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, I just, I'm always like, God, bless, yes, Jennifer. And I feel like she, she's, she's a glow, always a glow. Such a talent. And then, listen, if they make each other happy, I'm all for it. They're both. They're both, they seem like nice people. <laughs> I haven't met them, but they seem like nice people. I'm here for it. You heard it here first. They seem like, are you here for it, Jennifer? I am so, I'm here for it for now. Like, I don't think this is a forever. I think this is for a wonderful a You're thinking right it's a moment. Now. They sure. are just like, we are out of this pandemic. Like, breakups. Like, they're just like. Let's just get together. Let's talk about where we've been over these past 10 plus years. Let's talk about what could have been. Let's wow. make sweet love. They are like on a bearskin rug. <laughs> I love that you're like, they're in it for now. Let's talk about what could have been. We're doing great. Let's just make sweet love on this bearskin rug. <laughs> what I love now is that the latest is Ben is wearing a watch. Uh-huh. It has come out of retirement. Like, no one has seen Ben wear this watch in years. And it's the watch that Jennifer Lopez gave him. What? In the Jenny from the Block music video. Was he in that video? Yes. And he hands her a watch in the video? No, she buys him a watch. Damn. In the video. And then she really bought him that watch because he had it? Yes, and then there are pictures of him. From the time when they were together, him wearing the watch, and now he's wearing the watch again. What if they get married? I don't think they'll do it. I don't think. Th- I don't think she'll do it. I could see them getting engaged again, but I don't see her like sealing the deal. She's just a boss. She's like, I gotta go to the gym. I'm gonna star. <laughs> I'm gonna star in this movie. I'm gonna star on this show. I'm gonna I'm start gonna, a skincare line, I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna make this album. Then I'm gonna go back to the gym. And every guy who dates her just automatically gets hot it's crazy they like they have to keep up have to and all of a sudden they're wearing different clothes to coordinate with her and it's like a little bit of like a costume for them but i'm totally fine with it i'm just like she knows what's up she's like she starts every relationship at that point in a rom-com where it's like i know what we'll do (laughs) and then there's just a montage and they're so hot but the whole montage she's at the gym yeah Oh, I'm here for it. Yes. Alex, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. We Need to Talk About Britney is an Erios podcast. It is produced by Maria Blasucci. And if you need to talk about Britney, the We Need to Talk About Britney hotline is here. Just call 814 814- Two seven seven three two seven seven. Our phone lines are open 24 hours a day, 
seven days a week because sometimes you just need to talk about Britney. Powered by ACAST.